My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich, and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we just watched P.S.I. Love You. Did you love it? We'll get there. Hello. I love you. Won't you tell me your name? Sorry. Why are these rom-coms always so fucking long? I didn't feel like it was that long. None of these movies have any business hitting 90 minutes, and this one was 126 minutes. It didn't feel like it drug on to me. Agree to disagree. It is absolutely disrespectful to make these movies this long. Should we just get right into the cast, though, since we're going to have a lot to cover because yes. it's such a long movie? Mm-hmm, ready. First up, we got Hilary Swank. Million Dollar Baby is far and away her best role. Huge movie. I think it won Academy Awards and everything. Um, we've definitely seen it. I don't remember it. I don't remember anything. You don't remember it? That's fine. Uh, she's a great actress, but she's been in a... Lot of bad movies. She was in The Core and The Next Karate Kid. The Next Karate Kid was like after the original two Karate Kids when they were like, we got to make a bunch of shitty Karate Kids. Like with Will Smith's kid and stuff. So she was in one of those. But she was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We might be able to work with that, hon. You might get a horror movie you don't hate. Speaking of that, it's soon time for you to start ranking horror movies again. I know, I'm excited. Gerard Butler with the classic. We're just going to use this guy's real name as his name in the movie. Jerry, Gerard, Mm -hmm. fucking. Both with a G. Yeah. Fucking Tony Danza style. (laughs) He's been in all of those Has Fallen, Olympus Has Fallen, those fucking action movies. They're fine. They're just fine action movies. Probably best known for 300, but my favorite movie of his is the hilariously bad Geostorm. I watched that fucking movie so I could listen to the How Did This Get Made episode of the podcast about that movie. And it's a must listen to if you like movie podcasts. If not, why are you here? Yeah, you. what What, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing with your life? You got all this time to listen to podcasts about things you don't like? So I definitely suggest checking that out too after this podcast. Lisa Kudrow was in this. Phoebe. Yeah, she's my favorite friend. She's most known for friends. Let's be real here. Yeah, you you can't even call her anything but Phoebe. Yeah, there was... Right after Friends ended, I think, there was a push to kind of make her a leading lady in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. She had, uh, I think it's called Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion or something, but Mm -hmm. it just didn't work out. But she's awesome. I fucking love her. Yeah, she's really cool. It's like, she really is that Yeah, she always kind of plays that person. Yeah. And even like when you see her in things that aren't, scripted like movies and Mm -hmm. she just kind of is like that Mm -hmm. so i fucking love her jeffrey dean morgan most famous as negan from the walking dead is that daniel what's a daniel 
Wait, was that him? Yes, that was Daniel in this movie. What is okay? What's I, the, <laughs> was that Daniel? <laughs> yes, it was. I was gonna say most famous to you as John Winchester from Supernatural, but I don't think that's accurate. You're talking about Diddy? Yeah. No, that that's Denny. And even when we watch Supernatural, that's Denny. Mm-hmm. It's weird that Denny is their dad. Yeah, because he seems like he should not be that old. No, but that's Denny Duquette, and that's how I'm going to call him in this podcast. Yeah, I'm so sorry. you might get a lot of Denny Duquette instead of Daniel. At least that's close. And Phoebe. You're going to get a lot of Phoebe instead of whatever her name was. I have it written in here sometimes. I don't even have it in there. <laughs> and last, but absolutely not least, Kathy Bates. Mm-hmm. I've made my love of Kathy Bates known many times in this podcast. This is her second appearance on Why Bloody Valentine, but definitely not the second time I've talked about her. Mm-hmm. Having starred in Fried Green Tomatoes. Yep. She's been a recurring member of the American Horror Story cast, was in Titanic, The Water Boy, The Office. I love her. Big Bang Theory. Yep. And a movie I've gotten quite a few messages about the past week from people that listened to the mini episode, Misery. Mm-hmm. We'll be seeing her again very, very soon. How many people guessed that movie? That reached out to me? Yes. At least, or me. At, at least six. Wow. Yeah. And I'm sure other people that were listening guessed it and just didn't message You us. must be very good at hints. So that's a lot, but the cast is great and deserve to be talked about. On to the movie. Ready. We start out with some nice acoustic music and our lovely couple walking around the big city. Seemingly having fought or fighting, mm-hmm. you don't really know for sure. Um, Jerry has no fucking clue what they're fighting about. No, he just knows he did it. Yeah, he's taken full blame for this. He has taken responsibility like a gentleman. Yes, all men should. Turns out he said he'd have a baby, but she's not ready in front of her mother. Mm-hmm. I feel this. I feel for Jerry so hard because we fight like this, like when we fight. We're like, I've never thrown you out. No, but like they don't hate each other and they make jokes and shit while they're fighting. Yeah. That's how we fight. Um, also, because I'm generally oblivious to why we're fighting. I don't. Do necess- I throw things? I don't usually throw things. You don't things. usually throw things. I don't think you've ever thrown anything at me. You're not much of a thrower. No. When it comes to your anger, you're not a thrower. You're a shower. <laughs> Shut up. But they're both fucking insufferable at this point. I don't like either of them. Mm-hmm. I like him more, but they're both... It's been five minutes. Yeah, and they're really annoying. I truly can't stand her at this point. I'm not in love with him, but I cannot stand her. Um, To his credit, he storms out, but he comes right back. Mm-hmm. That is exactly how I used to run away from home when I was like six. <laughs> I used to do it. And I'd be like, see ya. And I'd run away from home, get on my scooter. And we had big, big scooters back then. Like, not like the Razor scooters now. Mm-hmm. We have massive scooters with, like, big wheels mm-hmm. and handbrakes, like a fucking bike. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd ride that bitch around the block a couple times and come home. So I, I stuck it out a little longer than our boy Jerry here, but not a whole lot longer. And you did tell us a story about how you stormed out on a fight with your girlfriend and you um, fell in a giant hole. Did not go so. back in the house. <laughs> I left. After climbing out of the hole. Yes. The literal hole. Storming out of the hole. <laughs> you said it was hard to storm it's out of hard. a hole. It is hard to storm out of a hole. <laughs> How are you going to look like you mean business when you're fucking climbing out of a hole? <laughs> like goddamn Silence of the Lambs. I was waiting for her 
to fucking send a bucket down for me. <laughs> Puts the lotion on its skin. We do find out she has daddy issues because uh, her daddy ran out on her. Yes. Which is probably part of the reason why she has such trouble believing Jerry loves her and yes. is going to be there for her for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought we were going to have um, hot, nasty sex that their relationship had been missing, especially after the silly male striptease. They did have sex then, didn't they? They had sex. They had like normal lights out sex. Not hot, nasty sex. They had... <laughs> Hot, nasty sex has to have the lights on. You have to see what you're doing if you're going to have hot, nasty sex. <laughs> okay. Lights out sex is like, let's get this over with. <laughs> okay. She doesn't seem to be big in the sex. She hasn't had much of it. Nope. And in the credits roll, I was like, oh. That was weird. We're awfully far into the movie for this. Mm-hmm. We come back and okay. we're in a bar. Yeah. It's Kathy Bates's bar. And he's dead. He's dead. We have no idea what happened. Yeah. Lisa Kudrow's there, though. Yep. Yeah, he's, he is he is fucking dead. Mm-hmm. He made it five minutes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say he died during the credits. <laughs> he did. Because they didn't show anything. They didn't show him being sick. Thank God they didn't, because this movie was so long. But, yeah, it was kind of surprising that he is already dead. Mm-hmm. I thought I missed something. No, you did not. Funeral in a bar. Mm-hmm. It's 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 very upsetting and weird. And the song they were singing was kind of upsetting and weird. Oh, the, you mean when the priest the... <laughs> smilingly, joyously sung the word faggot like yes. it's 1922 and that's okay? <laughs> yes. It was 2007. <laughs> yep. Which is apparently an eternity ago because I keep getting surprised about these things in movies from the 2000s. I'm like, we were still doing this. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's like a fucking time capsule of intolerance. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that it was not that long ago, mm-hmm. and it seems like it was decades ago. Phoebe is just trying to hook up with any dudes. Well, she has three questions that yeah, help her out. Yeah, they're very important. Are you single? Are you gay? Are you gay? Are you working? Mm-hmm. At first, when she said, are you working, I thought she meant, are you a prostitute? <laughs> That's literally, like, I thought... Are you working this bar mm-hmm. as a prostitute? Not do you have a job? No, I, I didn't think that. I think she would have negotiated on single. Maybe. And I forgot to mention him in the um the cast part, so I'll do a little bit of it now. The bartender is Harry Connick Jr. That's Daniel. Mm-hmm. I love him. Again, another one that I've professed my love for because he's been on the podcast. But he hasn't been on the podcast because I want to be able to speak. But because he's so cool, oh. <laughs> he's so fucking cool. Um, his movies have been on the podcast before. He was in Hope Floats. Yes, he was. And he also said nice when he was told by the widow that Jerry died of a brain tumor. <laughs> and then he complimented her urn and said he buried his dog in a stereo box. Yes, he did. He is a very inappropriate man. Yes, he is. Your dog is comparable to her husband for sure. I guess it's a good thing they didn't make that baby the night they were fighting because that baby would be fatherless. That's sad and that, morbid. Why did you say that? Because it's true. That proves that her <clears throat> planning paid off. Yeah. Being responsible because she'd be stuck with with how she reacts to the death. No job. A studio apartment. A shitty apartment, which is, that is a nice apartment in New York City now. 
you people would kill to have that apartment in New York City now. And a baby that she has to change on a fucking windowsill. Mm-hmm. She keeps calling him over and over to hear his voice on the answering machine. She's wearing his clothes. She's making two mugs of coffee. And that is so sad. It is sad. I don't like it. There were a lot of sad parts of this movie. Like, I didn't cry. No, you didn't. I'm sorry. She's been living the bachelor life for three weeks now. The place is a pigsty. She's just watching old movies. This is certainly where I end up in this scenario, too. If I died? Yeah. Probably not with the kids. They'd probably keep me somewhat on the tracks. But if it was just you and I, that's my life. That's what I do when you're gone for the weekend now. When you, <laughs> you go to dance competition, I do clean. But that's because the kids are here. Yeah. And you're coming home. And I cannot have a messy house when you come home. So if you weren't coming home, I don't know. There might be pizza boxes everywhere. I would definitely be watching old movies. I watched like four old movies while you were gone for two nights. I'm sorry. I'm not even dead. I know. But that's what I default to, watching old movies. I have to do this fucking podcast by myself. It would fall. Yeah. Everybody. I'm, I fucking care here, ass. You probably, <laughs> probably accurate. Everyone would just get to witness me spiraling out of control. Nobody wants to listen to a depressed podcast. No. No, they don't. Would you cry then? Because you didn't cry there in this movie. And everyone said you were going to cry and you didn't cry. <clears throat> the thing is, I don't know why anybody said I was going to cry. Like, how many times have you seen me cry in my life? You only cry when animals die. Well, I mean, just in our, not even counting movies, just in our life, how many times have you seen me cry? Like five times? Probably. In almost 20 years? Yeah. You keep it hidden. Not much of a crier. So for you to predict that I'm going to cry over a movie, I've seen thousands of movies. I've I cried during like three of them. I was a really big cry crier for like three months there, but I think I've resorted back to my old ways of um, completely emotionless because I watched this movie and had a snack. Like I, <laughs> I didn't. I thought it was going to get you once. Yeah, there was one when she was crying so hard that she couldn't breathe. I was like, I've been there. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, have, a, I have a feeling here. Yes. But I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to cry any minute now. No, I was like. But. There really were some sad parts. Very emotional. It was... And they're not like fake movie parts. It seems like they were all very reasonable how you would react. And that mm -hmm. made me very, very sad. Yes, I felt emotions watching, authentic. watching this movie. And it made me love you. Well, that's good because I, I love you too. I was thinking about you and you <laughs> were laying on me and everything. I was and I told you you can't leave me. Yes. So for some reason, back to the movie. Sorry. For some reason, her mom, sister, and friends walk into her apartment unannounced for her 30th birthday, mm -hmm. which, again, another bold move. Just like predicting I would cry, that's bold to just walk into the apartment when she is not answering your calls or anything. But also, looking back now, knowing who was giving her the letters, mm -hmm. that is why. So a cake from Jerry on her birthday and a cassette recorder. This is the true plot of the movie now. He is going to send her letters. This is... A scavenger hunt, basically, mm -hmm. is what this movie is. Is a scavenger hunt. And when this scene happened, I think I said, 
here we go. <laughs> so what was it, like 45 minutes in, they finally start the movie? 30 and minutes in? Maybe six hours in, I don't know. <laughs> Stop Fucking it. Fucking long time. So the first task is to get all dolled up and go out. They talked her way into a gay bar for some reason. She's the princess of Finland. Was that what she was? Something. Something like that. Um, now they're back at her mom's bar. Holly is in the closet and she dr- drags Daniel in there. Mm-hmm. I think they figured out that Jerry died because Holly and Jerry were Yankees fans. I think that's the conclusion they ended up coming mm-hmm. up with. And when- then she roused on the floor. Yes, yes. We also find out that Daniel had lost his fiance. He tried to hook up a threesome that ended up with him losing his ex-fiance, his ex-ex-fiance. His business partner. And his business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of it. And he always wanted a threesome, but he thought that he would be involved the second and third time. Apparently he was not. Yeah. So, So am I to believe he just sent her off? To fuck her and feel things out, and then she was supposed to bring her back? No, I think they had a threesome, and she realized that she was a lesbian, and she left ah, him for that's her. risky. <laughs> it is risky. That's risky business. That is risky. Gotta be careful. Yes, you do. You never fucking know. <laughs> Keep that in mind, gentlemen. It's all fun and games till you're fucking bankrupt over it. <laughs> like this poor bastard. And you're sitting at home alone watching old movies yeah. and your wife's surrounded, out with your ex-girlfriend. Surrounded by fucking pizza boxes. <laughs> so Daniel is um, a moron. He's a lovable moron, but he is. He has no filter, but he has a pill for that. Which he never takes. No. So I am skeptical of the existence of this pill. I wish I had one of those pills sometimes. Sometimes you need one. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never before the podcast, because I can edit anything out, mm-hmm. but... You are my filter. Yeah, sometimes in social situations, you could use one of these. I know. My face, too. Like, the masks have really helped, because my face is very loud. Yes. But now we don't have to wear them, and my face is loud again, even when I am able to keep the filter of my words. I miss the masks so much because I talk so much under my breath. I think I've said this before. I talk so much shit under my breath, and now there's nothing to save me. My face is just loud, and also old men like to tell me to smile when I'm not wearing a mask. I don't like it. Anyways. Letter number one has arrived. He needs, she needs to buy a lamp and a knockout outfit for his next letter. Mm-hmm. So in preparation for the next letter. And instantly... She has a lamp, and she is wearing the shiny outfit in her bed. Yeah. I'm stunned that there wasn't, like, a shopping scene yeah. in this movie for that. But again, there probably was, but they didn't want to make this movie longer than Schindler's fucking list. Oh, my God. Holly is back at work. She's literally trying to not sell this apartment. And she's, like, fighting with the woman who is trying to get her husband to buy this apartment. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, For a hundred grand more. Yeah, so she's costing herself an ass load of commission. Yeah. Hopefully, the, I thought that was going to be the sign that she was supposed to look for because she got fucking fired. Yeah. But the sign is apparently that buckle that hit him in the face in the beginning of the movie when he was strip teasing that they never, ever cleaned up. Yeah. And then letter two arrives. It was delivered by what I think is Stifler, dressed as a leprechaun. He did He did look like Stifler. It seems like that was Stifler dressed as a leprechaun. Uh-huh. I didn't look. You didn't look it up? No, but I think that was Stifler. Dressed we, as a yeah, like we both said it. Yeah. Could have been Stifler. 
Hey, a little late for Stifler, though. He was in those American Pie movies by now. Yeah. I think he'd have a better role than fucking singing Telegram Leprechaun. Well, maybe it was just a doppelganger. Could have been. Don't care enough to look. She has to karaoke now, and we get a flashback, and Jerry is kind of being a dick about her not having the guts to do it. Mm-hmm. Little excessive on the dickishness. Yeah. But she got 200 bucks. Yeah, and... Um, and a broken nose. Oh, yeah. She did do it. She was all sexy-like doing it. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, she breaks her entire fucking face. Falling off the stage. Yeah. And then they go back to that bar, and Phoebe goes on this rant about how she's gonna objectify men because they've been objectifying her for centuries. Mm -hmm. Like, she's an ever-living goddess that has been objectified since the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. But I liked it. She's not wrong. If men can catcall and pinch asses and stare at boobs, women can do all that shit, too. Yeah, but we don't. But you should. But we're classy. Plus, we also have had however many decades and to know that it doesn't work. Yeah. That <laughs> doesn't work for you guys. That's Fucking true. stop. Holly does do her karaoke routine, and she sings a sad, sad song imagining only Jerry is there. Yeah. Very sad. And she doesn't sing it well either. Not at all. But she didn't fall off the stage. No. Daniel was invited. He leads with, you're a terrible singer. I'd be embarrassed if I were you. <laughs> I would. He didn't take the pill. I would. He never takes the pill. <laughs> there is no evidence in this movie that he's ever taken the pill, except maybe the final scene mm-hmm. where he's not a complete fucking dickhead. He did say he was, felt like he was kissing his sister. So. Well, that's fine, though, just because she felt that way, too. He wants to know what women want. And she's super honest there. Mm-hmm. She gives him the sacred secret passed down from generations. Women have absolutely no idea what they want. It's 100% true. I, I tend to agree. At the risk of sounding sexist. I don't know. I tend to agree a bit. I am a girl. I've never kinda, met. Kind of. And I, I don't know what I want. And sometimes I think I know what I want and I get it. And I'm like, fuck that. That wasn't it. Yeah. Often. Hey. Hey, sorry. I've never once met a woman that will pick where we eat. It's just never happened. We don't know what we want. I know, and it's fine. We love you for that. <laughs> it makes our life We just so, know what we don't want. It makes our life so much easier. <laughs> you start listing things off, and I'll tell you that I don't want them. That's all you need to know. Yeah. It's, it's the best when it's, I don't care. And mm. then, all right, how about Red Robin? No. Ew, no. How about, yeah. <laughs> how about Applebee's? I ain't saying that. Oh, I thought I was going to fucking trick you. You almost did. You almost did. I know. God damn it. Well, we're going to do the TikTok. She does like him though, right? She likes Daniel. Yeah. But it is more of a friend thing. Mm-hmm. Letter three was in his leather jacket. The task is keep the leather jacket and get rid of the rest of his shit. Mm-hmm. Holly and Daniel are on a date. Um, They go eat food at a starvation memorial mm-hmm. <laughs> so rude um she needs help getting rid of his stuff and he said i'd be happy to help you get rid of jerry the rudest guy he is the rudest guy he is. i never root for him i never am rooting for him so you never root for me either i always root for you but i don't have a filter either you are not as bad as this guy okay you have some empathy he has none that i've seen except for himself He's very sad about himself and his own circumstances. Mm-hmm. 
So they go back and she's sleeping in her bed and it pans over and you start to see the human. I'm like, oh God, is she sleep with Daniel? But no, she's sleeping with Jerry. Dead Jerry. Dead Jerry. And like, is this her imagination or is this a ghost? Um, she, she feels him. He's not a ghost. She just feels like he's still there. Okay. When she's half asleep is when she feels it the most. Right. And that's why it gets less and less as time goes on because time heals all wounds. Okay. Or he's a ghost and he sees that she's getting better so he doesn't come around anymore. He's not a ghost. I'm not convinced he's not a ghost. Okay. She stalks the mailman. I do this. It's fine. Um, Letter number four has arrived. Jerry has planned a trip. Mm-hmm. And of course, mom is a bitch about this, like real bitch. She's a major, major bitch about this. Um, she could fuck off to the sun at this point. I'm sorry, Kathy Bates. I absolutely love you. I'd love for you to be my, like my grandma or like an aunt or something. But your character is a bitch in this one at this point in time. Why was she so mad? I think she's mad because A, she knows Holly and Daniel are starting to like have a thing together. Mm-hmm. And she thinks Daniel's a good guy, probably. I mean, she hired him and everything. And she thinks Holly is missing what's in front of her because she's too busy looking to the past. Right. Okay, gotcha. So I think that's what it is. I think she's just worried that her daughter is going to fall into this never-ending depression for the husband she lost. Mm -hmm. And sadly, Daniel had Yankee tickets. Um, nobody yeah, that knows was that. Sad. That was sad, but nobody knows that. Holly doesn't know that. The mom might actually know that, and that's why another reason she has a problem with her going because she knows it's going to hurt Daniel because he has Yankee tickets. I was bummed out about this until the end because Daniel's like, "My uncle can get his tickets anytime." I'm okay. Like, oh, you didn't even buy those fucking tickets. You somebody <laughs> gave you those. I forgot about. That. I give less of a fuck now. So we're off to Ireland, and thankfully, they didn't fuck up everything after Ireland like Sons of Anarchy did. And all of her friends went with her. I did not expect that. I'm glad they did. Letter number five is at the cottage. It's addressed to one of her friends, though. Mm -hmm. She has to go fishing. Letter six instructs Phoebe slash Denise to take her to a pub. Mm -hmm. And it was in the bedroom. The implication being Denise is a whore. That's why they knew to go to the bedroom right away. Mm-hmm. So we go to the pub first, and Phoebe is immediately smitten with John Winchester, a.k.a. William. Denny. A.k.a. Denny, a.k.a. Negan. But they push Holly into our arms, for good reason. Neither of them could have anything to do with William. Right. We didn't know that at this point. Correct. We we know, we knew the one lady was married, mm-hmm. but we, we didn't know Phoebe couldn't just fuck every single man in Ireland Correct. at this point. And William serenades her, but he makes a huge mistake. It's a song that Jerry used to play to her. Yeah. A very important song. But we also didn't know that he played that song with Jerry that right. time. So that's going to be a problem. We weren't sure if it was the first time they met or if it was some other time. Turns out it was the second time they mm-hmm. met. So she thinks he's being cruel. Jerry's being cruel. Yes, making her remember all these things. But does that mean she thinks he put this guy up to playing that song? Was it a coincidence? Was Ghost Jerry using ghost powers? 
to make him play that song? I told you, I think, because he said in the letters, like, that he's going to be putting things together up there, watch for a sign. She thinks he's, yeah, like, right. spiritual him from heaven is make, making all this happen. I don't remember this, so this might not be a fact. Did we ever see Jerry anywhere but in their apartment after he died? Only in um, flashbacks. Well, they're all flashbacks. Oh, no, wait, no, I mean like when he's haunting <laughs> her. I th- maybe at the fort in Ireland after she reads the letter in the fort. Oh yeah, his he head's was, on her. Yeah, shoulder. his head's on her shoulder. Okay, so Jerry's only been in places where he's lived. So, I mean, ghost, probably. He's not a ghost. She just feels him. Only in places where he's lived, though. Only when she really needs to feel him right now. Okay. Well, we're fishing now. We're on a fishing boat. Mm -hmm. And she's painting her nails. Phoebe thinks it's on purpose that he set it up so that guy would sing that song to get her mad. He's doing all this to get her mad so she forgets about him. Mm-hmm. It's time to move on. Yeah. They almost caught a fish, but instead they knocked makeup into the water. They knocked each other all over the boat. The oars are gone. The oars are in the water. They've set off each other's life preservers. It's life jackets. It's mm-hmm. a fucking mess. This is the part where we find out that Sharon is pregnant, though. Sharon yeah. is her friend. Holly, not thrilled about this news. And fucking Denise is engaged. Yep. Which is she not wearing an engagement ring? Didn't see one. I didn't look. I don't do that. But I mean, Holly would have seen it if her friend was wearing an engagement ring. Well, she wasn't planning on telling until they got back, so she probably probably just wasn't wearing it. So everyone is moving on with their lives but Holly. Yep. This will eventually make Holly mad, although it takes a while because they don't leave right away, and she seems cool with it. Until she gets back. She doesn't really, though. I mean, she was eavesdropping and listening to them talking about having babies together and stuff. And that was what pushed her into having sex with Denny. Sorry, yeah. I just gave you a whole next scene. Yeah, if if the love for Daniel is going to take, she's going to have to get back there real soon. But first, they need to be rescued by William, mm-hmm. Denny, mm-hmm. Negan, mm-hmm. John Winchester. Mm-hmm. And he's going to sleep over. He eats food like a pig in front of these women, which is which is weird. I don't like it. Have some class. <laughs> Holly is very shy and apprehensive. Well, yeah, she hasn't had sex with anyone but her husband. Yeah. All it took, though, was one look at that man-ass. Did you just say man-ass? Man-ass. That is not the first time I've seen his ass. Yeah, stop looking at his ass. Why? We have problems. Why? I don't know. I was just kidding. I don't care if you look at John Winchester's ass. Thanks. No, I'd ask your permission. She's wildly flustered over this, and they start kissing. It is an awkward kiss, but a kiss. This kiss is so awkward that William suggests that is what killed Jerry. <laughs> she killed him with yes. her kisses. And he has a filter. So yeah. So he's just a dick. That is not that is not a great way to get laid. No. I don't th- well, it must be. It worked for him. Um, I don't know if it would work. If you go up to a widow after a month of her husband being dead or whatever and be like, boy, you probably killed him with your kisses. It was longer than a month. Well, whatever. It wasn't 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> which is about how long I would need for someone to make that joke. 
and they fucked. Mm-hmm. And we find out he knew Jerry. Not only did he know Jerry, they were best friends. Yep. They were bandmates. I do not know how he didn't assume this. And they were best friends, like childhood best friends. Like he said, like six. Yeah, I don't know how this didn't come up. So your husband's dead. You're named Holly. My best friend growing up is dead. He moved to America to marry a girl named Holly. And you just happen to be a different Holly in this town with a dead husband. Yeah. A recently deceased husband. American. I would have at least yeah. asked some more questions if I had all that information. Because it's not like she went to fucking Dublin, mm-hmm. a city of millions or whatever. Yeah. She went to some fucking cottage where the nearest neighbors were like a mile away. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell some stories about Jerry. And thankfully, they did not make us listen to them. Because I didn't want to hear him. We can't. Well, hmm? You, you were ready for the movie to end already. Well, I was ready for less needless. Okay, well, that was that was needless, and they didn't put it in there. I know. I thank them. I respect them for it. We cut right to the morning at Kennedy Farm. Letter 7 is at the parents' house. She's reading it at a fort. And that's where we find out the concert wasn't the first meeting. We weren't sure. Now we know. They met while she was lost in Ireland. Mm-hmm. This scene was entirely too long yeah i yeah i'll go with that that's but this is where the whole jacket at the show comes from where'd you get Mm -hmm. that jacket i stole it it's from this scene no not i stole it i wanted in a bet oh yeah yeah yeah. and then she wanted in a bet yeah but, but this, this is how you know how they met and how they started to fall in love like it was important yes there was important things in this it could have been expedited a bit. Um, you get their first kiss, their second kiss, and their third kiss in this one. Mm-hmm. The first kiss, again, she fucking it was horrible. headbutts him because mm-hmm. she sucks at this. Um, the, be- like, the beginning and the end of this scene were great. Like, the little banter at the beginning of her being lost, great. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with the dog could have been a little shorter, but good. Mm-hmm. It was just a long walk to get there. Yeah. I get you. You're so funny. (laughs) Back to America. Finding that thing that makes you feel like nothing else. That thing is surely Daniel, right? That's what this whole movie's setting up for. Yeah, it's what I thought they were going towards. But apparently it's shoes. Yeah, we skip by another three weeks. I do not understand how she survives in the city. Yeah, I said that too during the movie. Um, how has she not run out of money yet? I mean, did he have life insurance? Is that what it was? They didn't seem like they were in a position to have much life insurance before he died. Right. Yeah, he had a brain tumor. And they wouldn't have given him life insurance once they found the brain tumor. So they would before that they didn't have any money. They had no fucking money. Yeah. <clears throat> so it seems unlikely that they had a significant amount of life insurance. At least not New York City. Fifth floor walk up, multiple room apartment, life insurance. And eat out every night insurance, too, because it's all fucking takeout containers. Yeah. yeah. Where did she get money from? Yeah, I don't know. It's something that's never explained. I think she was planning on getting money as a, a vampire hunter. <laughs> she was yeah. trying to figure out what to do. I wonder if Supernatural was out when this movie was out. Because that'd be weird if she was trying to be a vampire hunter with a vampire hunter. 
Um, and she was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Ooh, there's a lot of fucking connections here. <laughs> How did you not put that one together? I don't know, because I'm just John Winchester on the mind. That's cool. I like that. I'm glad you fucking... <laughs> that makes me happy. I got you twice this week. Yeah. So she throws something. Um, she knocks down that stupid buckle, which is always the sign. That's the only sign there is. Mm-hmm. So now she's designing shoes. This this seems like it should have been the most obvious decision she ever made. Yeah. All the she, first five minutes of the movie, she said she had to put her shoes away because she didn't want them to think she doesn't like them anymore. Yeah. And, she's, and he said... Maybe we'd have more money if you'd stop buying all these designer clothes. Mm-hmm. She gets them on eBay. Yeah, eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's even cheap on eBay anymore either. That's not even a good joke anymore. No. You're going to be like, what What does that matter? <laughs> all that shit's expensive as fuck anyway. So this should have been like plan A was designing clothes because she's a fucking art student that loves designer shoes. This should have been the goal. Yeah. Uh, she does create a pair of shoes though. She... Does a bunch of drawings, which I guess are good. I don't know. I don't fucking know anything about shoes. You don't know anything um, about drawing either. And then she takes a class and she shows up in her one pair of shoes, which which I thought were pretty ugly. Mm-hmm. But like, like what do I know? But they, they seemed ugly. They look like they were made with duct tape. Yeah. They, they were, or electrical tape. They looked ugly to me. But I don't know anything. They had one big button on one of the shoes. I, I'm not judging. I'm just saying I thought they were kind of ugly. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I don't know. And she finally shows up to help Denise try on dresses. Mm-hmm. She's finally not being the biggest piece of shit ever. Um, being a good friend. Yeah. She lets her have it. Yeah, and she admits she admits that she's been a piece of shit friend. Mm-hmm. And then we get date night. Well, I have date night, but I think it was date afternoon because he said, can we turn this lunch into a dinner? Yes. Uh, all she's talking about is Jerry, of course, to this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. This poor She son even of a called bit. him Jerry. Yeah. She tries so hard to friends on this fucking guy. He is tired of this shit, and honestly, I don't blame him. I would have had enough by now. And I can take a lot. There's people in my DMs that I talk to. Mm-hmm. I take a lot. You do. You do take a lot. Um, He's leaving, though. He just wants to be somebody's Jerry. Have you ever heard the song Somebody's Chelsea by Reba McIntyre? Came out in like 2011. It was kind of a hit. I feel like I should. Do you want to listen to it quick? No. You never heard that? Mm-mm. That song Mm-mm. was written about that line in this movie. Oh. I but, was really hoping you'd heard it before. But there's no one named Chelsea in this movie. No, but it's from her perspective. Somebody called her Chelsea. Okay. All right, so back to the movie, though. Holly, back to the bar, crying with Mama. So, so sad. This is the sa- this is the saddest scene in the movie, I think. Yeah, this is the scene that I was like, ooh. Yeah, this is the one that almost got you. I almost kept a Carolyn cry count instead of a kill count for this movie. You know, had we watched it a month ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. We couldn't have watched it. We couldn't have done the fucking podcast. You'd be crying during I'd the fucking still be crying. And then they go for a walk to calm down. And we find out mom had the letter. Yep. The last letter. She was the one facilitating it all. That floored me. So I didn't expect that at all. Well, good. I'm glad that something got you in this movie. Did you expect it? No. It was awesome. I like when I don't like when I they, didn't expect to ever find out who it was. I don't like when I get like manipulated. Mm-hmm. But I like when I'm surprised. Yeah. There's a difference. So we're on to the last letter. But first, 
a bunch of months have to go by apparently because it's winter now. Yes. I don't know. That seemed fallish when they were walking. You, they put the time of the year every time that they didn't time... do winter. Yes, they, they did. They just put... said winter. I know that. I'm saying they had autumn up there. And I know, then but they had winter up there. So like you know when there's that's time like, that's passed. That's when they're all they're all three months long. Mm-hmm. So they could be six months apart, or they could be a day apart. Autumn and winter. Okay. Anyway, it's been, I don't know how long, but she's read the second letter, I think. I think so. Because she seems to know what's in it. The second letter? No, the last letter. Well, she was reading it there right after her mom left. Right. So she did read it. Yes. It's not a surprise to her. This feels like the home stretch. Yeah. And I'm like dancing and shit. Because it's, it's a long fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Daniel is talking in the answering machine very poorly, and she is reading the letter. We still do not know what was in it, but I think she thinks this is the sign, because she's mm-hmm. reading the letter and he calls. Yeah. So Daniel sets up a private tour of the new Yankee Stadium, and Daniel gets to read the last letter to her. Yes. This is where I was a little confused. Like, is he reading this to her the first time? But I don't think so. I think right. she'd been I, reading it reading she, it. I don't think she would have given it to him had she not right. read it. Essentially, it's a thank you letter and a plea to move on and fall in love again. Mm-hmm. which, I mean, you kind of knew that's where this was going. It somehow did not get you to cry either, so the cry count for this movie stands at zero. I'm sorry. I'm broken again. No, no. I think you're, you're at your normal baseline. You think Those emotions it? are gross? Yeah, that's your baseline. <laughs> she does manage to kiss Daniel without breaking his fucking face, which is actually a bad sign, because any other time she's really fallen for somebody, she fucking headbutts him in the nose. Yeah. Well, she's really not good with first kisses, it seems. No, that's why it's bad news that this one was good, went good. But it didn't. It felt like she was No, kissing. I mean, she didn't give someone a concussion. Oh, like she didn't bite him and shit. Yeah. Neither of them, neither of them even liked the kiss. None of, neither of them. It wasn't like one of them liked it and the other one didn't. Right. They were both like ill. Mm-hmm. Fucking gross. He said it was like kissing his sister. So they're there's just gonna there's be another friends. Joe Dirt moment. Yeah, they're just going to be friends. And that fucking stunned me too because I thought this whole movie was building up to them to fall in love. I thought that from the the funeral scene. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's the one that she's going to fall in love with. Right, no. So this movie gets criticized a lot for being just overly cliched. But no, she doesn't even fall in love in the fucking movie. No, nope. Well, kind of maybe. So it's been a year, and she doesn't feel Jerry around her anymore. So either she moved on, or he stopped haunting her. We don't know. It's up in the air. We do know. You're the one that's confused. Um, he wasn't a ghost. I think some people are going to say, I think he was a ghost. So, okay. Like ghost. Like, this is a Patrick Swayze situation. If that's the case, then this shouldn't have been a rom-com. This should have been another horror movie. Like, ghost. Well, nobody dies in this. <laughs> There's people fucking killing each other and ghost. So you agree that Ghost was a horror movie? More than this. Okay. She did start her own shoe line, at least. We get that at the end there. And she takes her mom to Ireland. She wants to hear her mom laugh again. Yeah. And she runs into William. Mm. Denny. Denny, sorry. And mom gets to laugh again. At Denny's dad. Yeah, who she's apparently interested in. Mm-hmm. She Which made... is going to be weird. <clears throat> yeah, I mean... um. They if they all weird. get married, it'll be super fucking weird. <laughs> it'll be weird as fuck, yeah. You're not wrong. It's 
stepbrother, stepsister thing. Yeah. I mean, that's a fucking nope. porn Popular hub. on Pornhub, at least. <laughs> okay, so did you like it? I did like it. Did you love it? I loved it. I loved the movie. I thought, I thought it was a really good movie. I like that it made me feel things, even if I didn't cry. Yes, that's fine. I like that it made me like fall in love with the characters, and they did a really good job at like... I don't usually like timeline hops, you know, mm-hmm. but they did a good job at like keeping it together and tying them all together. Yeah, I liked it. Um, it was pretty good. It was much, much better than I expected from the trailer. Good. The trailer made this look like a real piece of shit. Um, it it was it was much too long though. I'm sorry. It just it's too fucking long. So That's... it was too long, but you did like it. Yeah. Like, that would be my biggest criticism of it. And it's far too fucking long. You do not need two hours to tell this fucking story. It didn't feel too long to me. I liked it. We didn't even pause it that much either. No, like, I it wasn't one of those movies where 20 minutes here and there. No, it it just felt like forever. Uh, P.S. I Love You has a 25% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, that's not good. It has an 80% audience score. When the gap is like this on Rotten Tomatoes, I almost always go with the audience score. Um, mostly because critics are just always so far up their own ass mm-hmm. that it blinds them to what human beings actually enjoy, and they judge movies based on what critics enjoy. You get that sometimes with movies that critics love, too. You're like, this is so fucking boring and stupid because critics have to fucking put their head up their own ass and smother farts. So it made $156.8 million wow. on a budget of $30 million. Big success. So the critics can obviously fuck off with this movie because that's really, in the end, all that matters Yeah. when it comes to these fucking movies. So it's based on a book. Apparently there's a second book. And Hilary Swank, as recently as 2019, has voiced interest in turning that into a movie too. So maybe we'll get a PS I Love You sequel, but who the fuck knows? I wouldn't. Um, the one that helped me pick this, she's just said, I just bought the book to read. Did she buy both the books? Well, I didn't know that there was a second book until you literally just said that, and I try not to text during the podcast. That's very professional of you. Thank you, sir. But I will ask her if she got the second book, but probably not, considering she just got the first book. Right. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, and I say you're welcome because I'm a gentleman. And you called me sir. You're welcome, <laughs> milady. <laughs> now go put your hat on and tip it. Okay. Um. So yeah, I liked it. It was, like I said, it was significantly better than what I expected it to be. And the cast is awesome. Even if Hillary Swank is a little fucking cheesy in this movie, little bit at times, little over the fucking top. But she does that. I guess, but no one else does. Little cheesy. I'm not saying it made the movie bad or anything, but it was it was a little bit over the fucking top sometimes. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, I'll be picking the next movie. Back to me picking horror movies. Yeah, time to make some decisions like the man you are. Yeah, it's about fucking time. I'm going to feel virile and alive again. <laughs> okay. And I think you know one of them that's coming up soon. Yeah. So does everyone else. Yeah. 
I might throw a fucking curveball though and not pick it first. Oh, no, really, you're just really fuck with you guys. Yeah, you're you're just so crazy like that. Yeah, you never fucking know what you're getting with me. No, definitely not predictable at all. So, do you have anything else to add? Any more insults? Any more um, backhanded compliments? Passive aggressiveness? No, I'm good. All right. Oh, okay. Um, so then I guess all there is to do is say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn.